Welcome to Queen of the Ring, a podcast that wants to talk to you about wrestling. My name is Alexa. Today I want to talk about Sunny Kiss. She is a crop top wearing, incredibly athletic, delicate, plant-based femme individual with a whole lot of sex appeal. Born on December 11th, 1993 in Jersey City, New Jersey, Sunny's birth name is Hassan. She has mentioned she has a couple of brothers, but I don't know how many for sure. Her father is Middle Eastern and her mom is Black and Native American. She grew up in Jersey, which she has talked about how much she still loves it there. She has an incredibly supportive family. She says that her mom is her biggest fan. She grew up dancing as a child, admiring all of the hip-hop and pop videos that I used to as well. But she also really loved new metal growing up, she says, and her favorite band to this day is Limp Bizkit. She trained for dance at a place called Kennedy Dancers doing hip-hop and jazz as she was young. And she continued to go on to a performing arts high school, and she widened her abilities there, learning contemporary and modern. And around that time, she continued to do many different workshops and programs within dance. And there's a lot of similarity between dancing and wrestling. Many dancers have become incredible superstars, Naomi to name one. Sunny is also very big into yoga, and I'm pretty sure she is an instructor as well. She describes herself as always having been femme and labels herself as gender fluid, non-binary. She goes by the pronouns of he, she, and they, but seems pretty unattached to pronouns in general. As a quote that Sunny says is, I am just a human who is feminine. She started to get into wrestling because of the video game WCW Revenge and was instantly drawn to guys like Rey Mysterio. Through that, she eventually started watching wrestling and became super inspired by Rob Van Dam, Lita, Trish, Jacqueline, to name a few. Senior year of high school, she started doing it for fun after a friend recommended it to her, like, simple, hey, you should try this out. And she said she was inspired to do it because she knew that she could bring something different than what was always demonstrated as the, you know, the prototypical wrestler. The character aspect of, of wrestling stole her from the dancing world. In the AEW podcast, she talks about the process of auditioning when you're a dancer and how it is all about blending. You're constantly told there are 100 other people just like you. And wrestling is all about standing out, bringing you into the ring and showing people who you really are. She began training at East Coast Professional Wrestling in 2011 and continued to train with Warriors of Wrestling and continued to bounce around training multiple places. She at first began managing, like most femme people do, and she says that she loved being a valet, and she thinks it's a real art, and I completely agree. You know, people like Nancy Benoit, RIP, who as Fallen Angel and as the woman were absolute presences in the ring, bringing out their others. You know, for for modern day, Scarlet with Karrion Cross, she is such an incredible energy that she brings into the ring when she is bringing him out. To get back to Sunny, when she started, she said that she was faced with a lot of confusion and hate from promoters and fans based solely on her identity and how she expressed her gender. 
But she talks about how it is important to see femme people who look like her. When she talks about this, she says that the hate that she got was never about her wrestling. It was always about how these other people felt about her gender expression. Femme and queer characters within wrestling have historically been categorized as an attraction and not to be really taken seriously. Through the visibility that Sunny provides in AEW, conversations can be started about the treatment of LGBTQIA wrestlers within the industry. Back to her story, she started in Lucha Underground, teaming up with Sammy Guevara, also of AEW fame, and they are actually best friends in real life. If you are unfamiliar with this individual and want to know who she is as a wrestler quick, look up Sunny Kiss versus Jack Evans on Lucha Underground and you will be very quickly educated on just how talented she is in the first 30 seconds of the match starting. I'm pretty sure that Lucha Underground was a bad experience for her. Um, It could be a different promotion that she's spoken about before, but apparently Ray Phoenix and his brother Penta also went through a similar experience. Um, I know for them, they only wrestled two matches a year and were locked into contracts that they were not able to get out of, resulting in them only making like $4,000 a year, which is ridiculous. The name she went by in Lucha Underground was Exolicious. Sunny says the name kind of came from how X can symbolize the non-binary experience, and you know, Exo hugs and kisses, and Licious is sexy, you get it. But Lucha Underground marketed Sunny as an exotico, which is usually a gay man wrestler whom presents feminine or is in drag, but is usually assigned male at birth. Uh, It's a tradition and a part of the luchador culture where subverting gender roles is the name of the game. Um, Sunny expressed a hell of a lot of respect for the tradition and many of the people she knows who perform as exoticos, but personally expresses that she does not feel a connection to being branded like that. And it does, not, it does not match her gender identity whatsoever. She got involved in AEW in late 2018, early 2019. Um, I believe because Brandi Rhodes, Cody Rhodes' wife, and also a wrestler, messaged her on Instagram asking her if she would like to come wrestle for them. Sunny was still wrapped up in the contract at Lucha Underground at the time, but was on the very tail end of it, I believe. Sunny regularly cites Dustin Rhodes as her mentor. Dustin was gold dust in WWE in the 90s and 2000s, and is a part of a very, very famous wrestling family, his brother being Cody Rhodes, Stardust, and their father is the legendary Dusty Rhodes, the American Dream, who was a fixture within the wrestling industry until his passing a few years ago. And, I mean, he still is a fixture past his passing. But Sunny always says that she thanks Dustin for a lot that he has, and that he is such a sweet person and is the best trainer. And another one of her mentors is Billy Gunn, which is Mr. Ass to you, honey. And I love Billy Gunn. I want to get into some of the details in her interview on Talk is Jericho, because I think it's a very interesting conversation between the two of them. And, you know, there's not as much information about Sunny from places. And I think diving into this can kind of show what kind of person she is. I wish that there was another person that I had to do a reading of this with because that seems really silly. (laughs) I feel very complexly about Chris Jericho, as I suppose we should try to do that with most people when we have the energy to. (laughs) And I would never try to ignore all of the success he has had. He is incredibly talented and has even established him and those he still works with as actual forces the WWE should watch out for within wrestling. And I'm a huge fan of AEW. 
I watched him when I was young too. And he is incredibly talented. Um, but I am also very aware of the fact that his wife was at the insurrection. <laughs> not great, but I suppose everybody is complex. And I'm just not that big of a fan of some of the shit that he says, but I guess it doesn't matter that much. Um, back to the episode. Chris is asking her a lot of questions about gender and sexuality 101. <laughs> and Sonny kind of takes his shit-ish questions and talks about the importance of supporting young LGBTQIA kids. Um, Chris kind of compares her experience to the gay wrestlers he has known in his life, like Pat Patterson or Chris Canyon, RIP. Um, he was a man who wrestled alongside Chris Jericho, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, and more. And he was closeted most of his life, um, and he died by suicide. Um, Chris kind of does that easy to say now because it's 2020 thing, where no one would have cared if he was gay. Why didn't he just tell us? And Sunny points out the truth that it is incredibly hard in those situations. You deduce that your male friends would treat you differently in situations that before they wouldn't, because it does happen. And something that Sunny mentions about that that makes me sad is the playfulness that disappears after coming out to your friends. That playfulness changes in their minds somehow, and it's not the same. Sunny clarifies and states in general that there is a difference between the experiences of these mask-presenting white gay men and her, since she's feminine and out, and it comes with a different life. Chris then says that the environment is such a macho environment that it does seem isolating, because it was also secretive. Sunny responds by saying there have been a lot of wrestlers who have come out to her in a vulnerable moment, asking her not to tell anyone. And it seems like her mere presence makes people want to open up. More generally throughout the interview, Sunny and Chris talk about a joke that Sunny made that makes me scream. In a conversation about the wrestler Taz, who was in WWE in the 90s, now AEW with his FTW championship, Sunny says, I was today years old when I found out that Taz wasn't black. And oh my God, when I heard that, I screamed. I ran to my boyfriend and told him, did you know that Taz was not black? Because he's just Italian. And we were both floored. Sunny got one of her bigger matches this last year with Cody Rhodes. And right now, I believe Sunny is in a tag team with Joey Janela, but that could have that could be passed. Um, that's on AEW Dark and AEW Dynamite. She's also been in, a school, been in school for the last few years with a kinesiology major and i'm pretty sure she graduated just late last year in 2019 she got engaged to a fellow wrestler named killian mcmurphy and i really think that sunny is 100 million percent at the beginning of a revolution for queer wrestlers and i cannot wait to see where her story continues to go something sunny says is if i'm not for you that's fine i don't care to be just allow other people to feel like they have someone to look up to. And that's where I'm going to end. If you happen to make it this far, I want to say thank you so much for listening. Queen of the Ring was written by me, Alexa Pruitt. The music is by Kreider Dane of Helter Skelter Music Productions. If you liked what you hear, join me next week. <laughs>